Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Welcome to Season 6, Episode 3 of the Yellow Pill Podcast. This episode took a different turn, a very interesting, weird, and solemn turn. It emerged as a reaction to a documentary series on Netflix about tyranny. Toby and I saw this documentary some weeks ago, rather some months ago actually. And when we did, we saw that there were reflections in our current society. We began the episode by giving a synopsis of this documentary and then dived solemnly into the tyrannical features of the Nigerian society. Things then got a lot more animated when we focused on tyranny amongst us in terms of our social circles and online environment. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you stay with us. Take care. <laughs> so I just had Ghanaian Zobo. I don't understand. It's spicy. Oh yeah, they put ginger and everything. No, but like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. See... <laughs> like, I don't know how I can call this podcast because... <laughs> I don't know why you were drinking that, bro. Like, when they serve, when they serve pineapple the ginger. The Ghanaian Zobo, right? So, for those who don't know, Zobo is... Hibiscus tea, whatever we call it. Yeah, so it's, it's from a hibiscus flower, I think. So, we Nigerians mm. call it Zobo. Ghanaians apparently call it Zobolo. Sobolo. Sobolo, Sobolo, not Zobolo. Sobolo, so, yeah. Sobolo. Oh, bro, this is like pepper soup frozen. <laughs> Guy, I said they put they put ginger in everything, my G. Like pineapple ginger, you're just drinking ginger. Don't deceive yourself. Like I always have to tell the guys, like, look, please just give me my pure pineapple just like that. They actually put ginger in a lot of stuff. Um, it's it's a thing here. Wow. Wow. Enjoy the feeling in your mouth. Well, it's nice though, it's cleared my This is always what you like. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right, cool. What are we doing today? What are we talking about today? Welcome, guys, to season six, episode three. Well, today's episode is not for the week, or it's um, not for the faint heart, I guess. Not um, for the faint heart. Trigger warning. Actually, no, I don't deserve There's a trigger, no trigger warning. warning. There's no trigger warning. It's just. No, please, I'm not doing it's just, that. It's trigger warning thing. Well, he's still drinking this thing. Yeah. <sighs> That's the problem. Like, it feels nice when you're drinking it, but the after effects doesn't make any sense. It's frozen, so I'm done now. Okay, right. so where All do right. I begin? Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Um, I think for several months in this podcast, we've probably spoken about this at some point. Um, society as it is today, in terms of so many things, obviously Nigeria, obviously the online world. Obviously, ourselves as human beings trying to preach against or preach for our beliefs. Obviously, our interaction with people and people we agree with and people we don't don't agree with. Obviously, the motivation for yellow pill. It's just this idea of living in a society that is just sane and progressive and contributing to us living better lives. Well, where's Wally going to this early on in the podcast? It's too early to go on a <laughs> on a tangent. But let's let me just bring us home a bit. Or let me just start with this. The idea of tyranny. 
you know when everyone says okay, not everyone but you know when people say complain about today's world right and say oh the world is shit you know um that i strum this or whatever your president's name is bori this and then i always say stuff like some of these people that we have in government right now are terrible they're not great but we always know that this is not the worst time in history to have lived rather this is not the worst place you can even believe in right now presently so i watched this tv show and i think a lot of you might know it as well um on netflix and it's called how to become a tyrant and it wasn't a blockbuster tv show right some of it we already knew but i think what i liked about the show was the fact that they spoke about famous tyrants in history but kind of made their actions into themes and put those themes into like a playbook for tyranny and showed how these famous not infamous rather infamous tyrants you know use these themes or these tactics to stay in power for many years mm. and when i watched it i think first the first time i watched it was i think five months ago or four months ago it was much more of an educational experience for me watching it again if you haven't seen it check it out how to become a tyrant if you have seen it well i'm sure some of the things that we're going to talk about you're going to be familiar with um so yeah and obviously the tyrants involved in this tv show were fam- infamous tyrants as i call them so adolf hitler Idi Amin, Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, Kim Jong-un. Like I said, so they, they told, they, they explained how those tyrants, you know, ruled their lands and taxes that they used, right? And what pretty much got me from my first watch of this was how it felt like I could see Tracy's of those tactics in today's world already in my world i'm not going to speak about about something that i've not experienced in my own world too all right i'm sure as we go through you're going to know so i think i want to start this episode by trying to give a recap of this netflix um documentary and from there we use that to relate to our current world now, I don't want any props for being able to recount what the documentary said because I'm only saying what I listened to and what I read, right? Again, my, as I always say, this I'm just, I, I, I Google know it, right? <laughs> it's not as if it's my special knowledge. I just, I'm just recounting what was said. But where our understanding and problem-solving mind should come in is when we begin to talk about how we can see these things in today's world and why and why and why we should all be worried all right so famous tyrants in history Gaddafi, Idi Amin, Adolf Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Kim Jong-un thankfully we are not living in those areas or those environments thankfully because I can live in a place right now where I can speak relatively freely get food 
have power over my head, a shelter over my head, etc. Right, and so can you, bro. But let's look at these tyrants in history and, and how they pretty much rose to power and what they used to keep power, right? So Hitler was an interesting one because Hitler was a very shy artist at the start. Right. And went, went from like went from this shy artist to a very confident man. Right. And he realized very early on that outrage sells. The people are angry, looking for someone to blame. Right. And Hitler found that if you shoot people that their enemies are his enemies, or his enemies are their enemies, right? He can be the one to take them down. Right? Again, other other Tehran's also practice as well. So Idi Amin did that with British colony and also uh, the um, Indian Asians who were in Uganda at the time. Where are you there? Are you following me? I know I've started this with a long voice call. <laughs> I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Good. I'm here. Another thing that was pointed out in the in the episode was uh, Tehran's also act as if they they are they are of the people. Right? So they belong to the group. Right? So they show everyone that they're one of them. They play up humble roots. Right? So my background is this. You know, I'm part of you. I, I was also raised, you know, in small, from small beginnings. And that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Right? So Hitler did that, you know. Obviously, it helped that he was also in the war as well. First World War. And the did that as well by his, you know, Speaking about his tribe and even how he dressed as well to a certain extent. Furthermore, tyrants also grab people by, by the subconscious by branding their movements. Right? So classic advertising. So everything that they do, not everything, their movements that they that they're pushing for, they give you a brand. And I think the biggest brand of of biggest tyrants was definitely Hitler's um Nazi party, Nazi party and swastika, right? And, you know, it gives everybody an idea to wear a uniform, to be on a team. And we all like being on teams, right? So they know that nobody wants to live in isolation. Not literally live, physical live, but in terms of a shared interest. Everyone wants to be on a team. And then Tyrant to call that unity key. Whereas, it's just, whereas they're making you conform. Mm. Right? Now, in the way to seize power as well, Tyrant to also, you know, build a squad. Right? They won't govern alone. They'll build trusted people of different skill sets. Right? Now, here's the best part of the first part of this um, route to seizing power that Tyrants use. Tyrants also use crisis. Right? When there's a crisis period, when there's a problem, whether natural or man-made crisis, that's when they strike. Right? Because when there's crisis, everyone looks up to somebody to take them out, someone to make sense of it, somebody to help, someone to show them that all's going to be fine. So what did Hitler do? When U.S. Stock Exchange crashed in 1929, um, Nazi party actually took off, right? And then he was appointed Chancellor in 1933. But at that point, he was, was, was still not the most powerful person in Germany. And then four weeks later, their parliament, German parliament building, caught fire. And it was obviously an arson attack, 
right? And then Hitler blamed communists at that point and made the president sign Germany into a police state temporarily. To, to, and that gave him power of, over Italy. I said Italy, Germany. Apologies. And when, and when the president died about 17 months later, he became president and chancellor at the same time. So now, I've mentioned three key, three key, no, four key things now. So outrage, selling, humble roots, branding and movement, building your squad and using crisis. Right? We'll come back to that, bro. We'll come back to that. Before I go on, do you have any comments? Because I feel like I'm just, I'm just recording a story on my own <laughs> on this thing. Okay. Yeah, go on. All right. Now, next time we're going to look at is Saddam Hussein, right? So Saddam Hussein pretty much sought to crush his rivals, right? So he ruled for 24 years, right, in Iraq. And his tactics were quite simple, but very, very effective. He would create false accusations easily, right? And act on them like that. So there was a time when they were in the parliament house, he just accused some people he suspected of being, you know, rivals, accused them of, of, of uh, what's the word they use uh, when you're not a patriot? Treason. Treason. Yeah. And, and they killed them. Another thing he knew to do was to have eyes and ears everywhere. So that's having secret police, particularly. The people who do dirty work, secret police and secret, secret police. And people that cannot have any accountability to the law. Right, and they're very useful because they, they they do damage that the police cannot actually hold them accountable for. So more like arm robbers, but they're police in that sense. Right, Idi Amin had them, Stalin had them. Same with Saddam Hussein. He will also buy loyalty. Right, around everybody. But. One thing that made him very, very strong, it was that he showed that everybody's expendable. So whether you're on the team today, tomorrow you can be killed. Right? This, this dude killed his, his son-in-law because they fled to Jordan. He killed them both. He has two sons-in-law. Right? So that was Saddam Hussein. Now, if you're an African, you probably know the story of Idi Amin, who was the president of Uganda for quite a bit. Right? Very interesting one. His terror went global. This was interesting for me. Everybody knew about Idi Amin's terror. It was not as if it was this thing. Magazines, magazines newspapers, a lot of things. But nothing really happened. No one intervened. Even after he killed two Americans. Okay. Now, what were his own tactics? Well, one thing I did, that he did very well with Idi Amin was he chose scapegoats. Right? So when there was economic crisis or poverty, you will find a scapegoat and point to that person and say, those people are the reason why we're here. He targeted Asian Indians, right? And told them to leave the country at some point. Right? Because this one's own, this one's owned a lot of businesses. And when, I wanted them to go and, and ask them to sell what they did not have. And people, these are people who, had, who were born in the country anyway, right? So they're going to go to a land that they've never been to. Crazy, right? He, he also weaponized the law. So he weakened every form of its legal institution that could uphold the law. Right. And people, like, but, but speaking about times in history <laughs> that were crazy, like people were living under authoritarian rules, regimes, where you go there every day, you're not sure if you're coming back because there is nothing in the land that protects you. Right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being dramatic. This is actually how the life was. 
And of course, Idi Amin was a big, 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 was big on, on torture. Right, torture, encouraging torture with the police, encouraging torture with people who Twitter were, tra- were traitors. He practiced torture massively. He, I, I think they even said they had, they had like buildings that were specially ma- um, reserved for torturing people. Okay, now let's go to the next guy, Stalin. Soviet Union leader for a number of years. Now, Stalin's main tactic was propaganda and disinformation to maintain control. All right? Stalin controlled information. That is information about everything that was going on on every level, statewide, not, um, sovereignty-wide, every level, right? He controlled media. He had, he had censorship on everything, right? Statistics on employment, statistics on poverty, agriculture, crime, natural disasters, everything. He destroyed libraries. Stories like, even stories like Sherlock Holmes, just like stories Robinson Crusoe could not, were censored because he didn't know anybody to have any idea of, he didn't know people to have individualistic thoughts. Remember, the key for these guys is group, group, group thinking. That's the, that was the key for them. Starving and cannibalism happened a lot in the USSR then, but never reported in the press, right? Stalin had people printing false information easily. He even got a New York Times journalist to print false information, and that guy won a Pulitzer Prize for it. Right? Now, what does Stalin do? Stalin destroyed God, religion. Right? He said, nope. No religion here, guys. I'm the one you should be worshipping. Right? He replaced religion with Marxism dogma. He replaced Christian holidays with holidays about himself. And here's the part that also busted my head as well. That I would never have guessed until I saw it. He also corrupted science. They did everything to corrupt objective facts. Shut down labs. Discredited professors in every form of scientific realm. And finally, he sought to eliminate trust. Can I remember when I said, can I remember when, when it was, I think it was last season, I said, trust is a natural resource, right? Yeah. And, and I compared how I believe trust at local, local individual level, once that's broken down, it's hard for a country to run without trust, right? Mm. I think when I saw this as well, this also helped me understand that better. So Stalin eliminated trust. And you might say, why did he eliminate trust? Well, if you create distrust in society amongst me and you, you and your neighbor, everyone's a possible traitor. So you have no connections, you have no conversations, you have no way to orient yourself or plans, right? And that way you then give power of yourself to the state. Because if, because if you can't trust your neighbor, you can't, you, you can't trust the person at work, you can just give yourself away to the state. Now, finally, Gaddafi, right? Probably the longest serving Tarantin amongst these five guys I mentioned. 42 years in power, Libya, right? Now, his way was pretty much simple. It was the law, right? So he was the law himself. So he had a firm hand. Let me tell people rights. Um, free speech was a no-no. You can never even have a right to even gather 
right, to, to assemble together. As he went along, he made up rules, he banned union strikes, trade, he banned trade unions and worker strikes, right? He hung students for participating in protests and destroyed education. Okay, now let me pause here. Now, if you're listening, you might be wondering, like, well, why the hell are these guys, or why is this guy giving us a um, bunch of stuff that is on Netflix or about some t- tyrants in history? Well, this bothered me a lot because I saw a lot of these things playing out today, these tactics, right? Across so many spheres we are in, right? Across social media, current governments, ideological, um, ideological groups, and not just people like us, me and you as well. Right? So before I go on and just talk about the core of this conversation and why I bring this up, what are your thoughts on everything you heard so far? Um, well, so obviously, like, I've, I've watched the show as well. Um, so obviously, just listening to you recap all the different people and all these things. And I think just like you as well. Watching it was, it was a bit weird, um, in the sense that, obviously, like you, like we're going to talk about eventually. There was just a lot of parallels that you could draw to everything that's already happening, um, particularly back home in Nigeria. Um, and I think it was just seeing how it almost kind of like, on one hand, took hope away in a weird way, where you're thinking. You know, before the show, you probably had the thought that, okay, things can't get really bad. Something is going to happen. Something will shift. Everybody will realize what's going on. And, you know, the mass would definitely sort of like have that flip switch in their head. But, you know, you're watching all these shows and seeing how history has played out. And you're like, it doesn't like, this seems like another cycle that is happening. But God knows how long it's going to go. Like, I, I like to think about Abacha, for example. What if he didn't die? right when he did um what yeah because <laughs> things were not things were things weren't looking like they would be in control and just like the point you made about international scene and every other thing like i think a lot of times particularly at the start of the protest you know there are a lot of things going around and by protest i mean entire protest i don't want to jump the gun but like you know there was talks around you know you know if we put ourselves on news all of these things gather international attention, you know, Nigerians or the Nigerian government will get embarrassed by international disgrace. And one part of me was like, see, the civil war happened and mm-hmm. in Nigeria, like, what did they do? You understand? Like, so many Check things that happened over and over again, what did they do? So, I guess it's nice to see that you're put on the international stage, but you're just part of the news stream, right? And at the end of the day, you're still the one who has to face your reality on the ground and so that also just pissed me off as well um and i i don't know like because you know on the back of whatever happened in nigeria also happened sort of like months after whatever happened in the u.s happened as well so there was just all of these things going on and in your head they're like even the bastion of democracy and of human rights and whatnot like shit is still going down in a weird way right so for me I think back to the summary I gave earlier was just a thing of, you know, this hope that we all have 
I don't think I can anchor my hope. I don't think it's wise to ha- like anchor my hope anymore in any, any like any physical thing. I don't know how else to put this, but it was just like looking at everything. I I just like, nah, man. Like this is not the worst it can be, and you know there just seems to be too many things that are rotten in the system, you know, for anything to change. Like it makes me think about Bible stories where God wipes out a certain group of people, and you're reading that and you're thinking, ah. You know, you know, was there not another way? But almost these days, you can almost just think like some things that just feel too far gone because where do you even want to start? Like we thought, I, I again, I don't want to jump too far as well, but like, you know, looking at the memorial things that happened, you know, day before yesterday, whenever it was, depending on when you're listening to this, on the 20th of October, just felt like we hit pause on last year and, you know, decided to start again this year because same protest, same response, same whatever. And yeah, it's just a bit, you could talk to almost everybody. And although there was a feeling of hope that was going on at that point in time, it just turned into this thing of despair a bit where people are just like, you know, we're just doing this over and over again. Best thing to do is, best thing to do is just like every man for himself. And, you know, hopefully something changes. But then you see states like all your states are showing marketing and what is doing there. And you're like, okay, maybe like one person can come in and just try to stay and change stuff. But then you run the risk of after four years or eight years, you know, we're just going to go back to square one. But anyways, um, before I jump the gun, just kind of like my my thoughts on top of your long ass intro, bro. It wasn't an intro to be honest. It was uh, okay. You can call it, can call it an intro. Um, yeah. When you said, "I wonder how long it's going to go," what I thought about was, "I wonder how worse it can get." True. Because every every reality of every reality we face each year, we think we get comfort in particular moments of disasters, thinking that that's the worst it's gonna get. Mm-hmm. And we feel like ah, that's rock bottom. So okay, let me breathe a sigh of relief and mm. look upwards. But then the next day comes, something else happens, mm. and this is the cycle. Right. Yep. I think now, starting with the Nigerian government and Nigeria as a case study, I think we're dealing with something bigger than we, we than we than we think. Because look at these tactics, right? We're seeing it. We're seeing it right now. Right, we're seeing it right now in terms of in terms of Nigeria. We're seeing we're seeing these tactics right now, right? Mm. You know, the 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 one the one that even there's so many seeing it right now. For example, false accusations. It's easy for mm. them to do it. Yeah. They arrest you and then and then just easily say, Okay, well, you're an enemy of the of the state. State, you are a criminal insurrectionist. Youth, you know, it's pretty much the same of okay, you've got a laptop. Yeah, yeah. Oh that, that that's the culture. You know, you're guilty until you're innocent. Mm-hmm. And this might sound trivial to anyone who's not who's not in that experience, but when somebody of so when someone when someone in a position of power, power in the sense of 
they have an ability to impact your physical safety at that point. Makes a claim about you. Your ability to defend yourself de- determines, or rather depends on your thoughts on whether defending yourself at that point impacts your physical safety. Mm. And when you're in that state, boy, is it hard to negotiate. Mm. And when you then combine that with a weakened institution of non-existent. legality. Non-existent, bro. Weakened is putting it very gracefully. Right? No one to save you. And then they then choose scapegoats. You know that guy who was talking on Instagram, talk, talking to reporters, and, and then they arrested him. White, yeah, the Canadian. The guy was when the red and green. The bear, yeah, yeah, the bear. That that yeah. was deliberate. That was the scapegoat they chose because they saw the cameras there. <laughs> See, these people are not they they they're not they're not dumb, right? Mm. The video that shook me the most was you know last year during enters last year there was there was this man who wore glasses yeah. shades. It was in the rain and he was talking about. About yeah, uh, the old yeah. dogs. Yeah. When I saw that thing, I believed everything that guy said. Hmm. I know it's a nobody, but I just believed him because it just made sense. No, not only that it made sense. I don't know if I don't know if anybody knows the video I'm talking about. So the video that we're talking about is is video of it that went quite went I won't say viral, but it was popular last year during the Ensas hmm. um protest and Ensas period. There was a man who was like in a hooded shirt in, in shades in like a forest. Not forest, but a grassy area raining, talk, talking about um a government in charge and their dirty tactics, you know, and the Nigerian youths talking about what, what was gonna happen, which 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 pretty much happened. Right? Because he said that he said that they were gonna pick scapegoats amongst the protesters and the organizers of the protests and use them as examples. Hmm. And that happened. Yeah. And scapegoats are always what would incite fear into everyone who is developing balls. Hmm. Right? And so somebody will pick some some I think they're doing this again, you know, like like the cameras are there and they're doing it from the cameras. I think that's deliberate. Mm. I think they know. You know, we mentioned the international help. Yeah, these guys know more than these guys know more than we do. No, nothing is going to happen, bro. Nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. Because. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go on. No, you go. On. No, 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 no. I, I wasn't actually sure. No, I was going to say because. What has happened in history? One, with the international help. Mm-hmm. So we don't know who's benefiting from the unrest. Yeah. We don't, we can't ignore that. Yeah. This, this place, I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't ignore that. All right? Mm. Number three, we don't know the extent to which help has been refused or help has been rejected. We don't even know whether everybody even wants to help. There's a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. But also, 
We have zero trust. No, no, Nigerian society. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm not, I, have, I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten there yet to the point of intellectual capability to explain, easily explain how we underrate trust as a, as a human species. But trust is a unique phenomenon to us as humans. It's a commodity, it's a currency of exchange that we need to survive. And think about it, trust is something you, when you wake up in the morning, you're, you're trusting that something's going to be there for you to function. For example, you trust that water will come out of the tap. You trust that when you step outside, there'll be a taxi moving. There's just, just so many things, right? On sim simple levels. But when, when that trust begins to seep into interpersonal transactions, commercial transactions, you then begin to live life in isolation. I mean, I missed people. And then nobody then, nobody then is, is nobody's, nobody then has nobody's back. Hmm. And, that's, and that's one of the reasons why countries like Japan, Japan is, Japan is, Japan is a very good trust I think someone fact, fact check me on this, but I think I read it somewhere. Japan is a very good trust currency, and that was how they rebuilt from the world war, the uh, the U.S. atomic bomb blast. Yeah, so you know what? Let's let's shift gears a bit, right? Because I feel yeah, this 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 first phase is is sort of like yeah. Let's just shift gears a bit. Um, so what 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 exactly are we saying? Um, we've talked about what I'm saying is not to be dramatic or sensational right but going back to that man's video that we saw last year he wasn't kidding we were dealing with beasts that we cannot fathom yeah so a lot of, so what's what's very interesting is I guess the sequence of events, right? Um, SARS killing all of those things, bro. Like we've we've known this days past. Like what happened that it was just just a series of events. Is also let's not be naive about what happened. Like was this all just serendipity? Where you know whatever happened, I don't know if it was somewhere in the southeast, right? The video of the police officer, you know, shooting a a guy or like. Or just information about someone being shot down by SARS and they took his car and just some very wild ass story. And then boys there in way we I think it was came out right. That was like the whole protest thing and all of these things. From from my understanding and look looks of things, it was just in the southeast, right? That was the in about whatever and and that was going on. Um, and I don't know what. Why was he at that moment? Because that was on, that was on the first time when the Alu Four thing happened. Although that was in NSAS, when when that happened, there wasn't really any kind of protest. SARS things have been happening, and once in a while you see a video online, nothing happens. Was it pandemic lockdown? Everybody being online at the it same was, time. It was all of really, that. It, it was also George yeah. Floyd as well. George Floyd. Yeah, that happened earlier in the year because because yeah. because I'm just thinking that it was just weird. Like nothing was very particular per se, but anyways, fire was kindled and then things started to grow up here. Like, 
you know, obviously, like people, I think initially what they wanted to do was to, in front of the Senate or whatever, some group of people decided to camp out there all night. And they did bro, that. Bro, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 off. Yeah. I think my point also to make is that this is even beyond before NSAS. For sure, for sure. Have you ever wondered why they can never have, well, not never, they have not in modern history, about a decade now, or two decades, why ASU has always been a problem? There is an incentive for the, for the educational system to be broken in Nigeria. Somebody gains from it. Because, think about it. If certain things that people who are young should get, struggled for, they don't, they don't focus on building worlds for the, for the future. They focus only on the present to some extent. Or rather, let me say it this way. When you make you young people struggle with things that they should get, in a certain way, they can't, it makes it harder. The future becomes so uncertain, right, that they even become confused as to what to fight for. Well, that, that's one level because just to move slightly away from that as well is, you know, I was thinking about this thing where, so a lot of us, a lot of the young people and everybody were coming out and protesting with all of these things. Um, this is our own trigger and all of these things. But, you know, I keep thinking about it that, you know, if anybody gets shut down or gone down in the streets, um, what you hear from parents, not parents, but what you hear from the older generation isn't, our government is bad. Like, this is, shouldn't be happening. From the most part, what you hear is, you people shouldn't have gone out. You people, it's almost a, you know, they've reached that point where they've been, I don't want to use the word beat down, but there's just, because I, I keep thinking about it, right? Because, you know, why is it that it's only the young people that are mostly outside, right? Why, why is the narrative of, because, People, even people that are that are close to me that I speak to, like they are a bit hesitant. You know, in in their head, there's a part that we were also playing to contribute to all of what's happening, right? I know, like Entas is just a microcosm of what we're generally fighting for, we're fighting for a better Nigeria and things like that. But it just feels as if, right, the older generation, for whatever reason, um, has sort of like I don't know, I, I don't know if you see you you, you get what I'm saying where. You know, someone is in the streets and police has done something to someone. But instead of talking about what has been done to the person, you're like, you're trying to just, not justify, but rationalize the fact that you said you should have known. You understand, right? Like, why did you go out to protest? Or why do you have dreadlocks on your hair? Or why are you doing everything? And I'm like, you know, Does are we surprise say- you? No, no, it doesn't surprise me. I'm just saying that what happened that we got there, you understand, right? Where in in the older, because honestly, I feel I almost feel like if there if this if there were more people within this fight, more generations across, you know, catching on latching onto this moment, maybe something might have been different. I may be naive about it, but it just feels as if that we're not just fighting against like the government and whatever. We're fighting almost against the older generation as well for some weird reason. Yeah, I think that's I think that's normal for every society because. The youths always have. The youths are more likely to. I'm more likely to have nothing to lose. One, 
these are fighting for the future. The uh, the generation generation that they, they in question already have that future. In that sense, society is always set up against the upcoming versus the versus the incumbent. And the upcoming will always be seen as a threat to some extent or, or as a change catalyst by the incumbent. And some incumbents will embrace that. Some incumbents will reject that. Why I'm going to like Number throw another spanner. The, no, no, so, the idea of vigor and strength. I get that. So why I want to throw a spanner in, in the sense that I'm not speaking about incumbents that are already in power. I'm speaking about incubants that are also in the same level of suffering that we all operate. Oh yeah, yeah. So so by incubant, yeah. I just I mean I mean I'm t- I'm speaking also about generation you mentioned that as well. Yeah. It's not just power, but generation you mentioned as well. Again, you add 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 the factor of parenthood, you know, responsibilities. I'm not saying you you are not responsible. I mean as if you are a forty five year old dad. Less likely to go on the street and protest if you, and than if you're a 27-year-old bank employee. Yes. But now this is not they are not does joining it, us. This is that, this is that that actively fighting that. against. Yeah, but for me, it's almost a sense of like I'm not saying you know, like there's one thing to not support. There's one thing to not join the support and be neutral. And there's another one to be like honest in your own way, being actively against what's going on, right? Yeah. As if you're not seeing what's wrong. So that's what me, I'm just struggling to wrap my head around because I yeah, cannot and, like... And, and, yeah. and, and also, there will always, always be generational gap of of them, every generation thinking that generation before, after them is ha, has things easier in quote or, or has things or, or, is, or is too wayward or just an envy, generational envy in the sense of we have the voices Excuse me. We've got voices that they never had. Mm. I want to say so. Okay. Um. Well, okay. Shifting gears again a bit because. But here's the here's another catch: is every every tyrant he meets often believes that they are special and that that and that they are saviors and and that and that they are doing the right then. And if you look at when Bori talks, it speaks with this, I mean, I'm not a body language expert or psychologist or whatever, but it speaks with this, it exudes some, some form of confidence in his, in, in, in his, in his, in his beliefs. When he says something as simple as, let's say, the youth are lazy. It says that with a conviction of 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 belief, right? Like the youth are lazy. And I mean, obviously, hindsight is always easier. But how how the f did we miss that? Um, that this dude was it's lack of history bro lack of history i don't lack think, of history yeah. which also is another it's a tactic as well right um tactic yeah because remove think history of, and insert 
not even just remove, just like whitewash it. Like look at social studies. What did we learn in social studies? All these names we learned about social studies, the Tafawa Bawilewas, the Abdul Salam Abu Bakas, the all of those names that we learned. Like we learned the very whitewashed version of whatever it is went on, went on. Like when <sighs> did we when did you I don't know if I don't know, did you do, we didn't both of us were in science class, so we didn't do government in school. But at no point there was the civil war mentioned in all of social studies up until GS3. Nothing about it. Do you remember anything about it? Not really. Nah. Right. Um, so there's just, you know, convenience, leaving things out and, and all of those things. And, you know, IBB as well. Like, so, so many. <laughs> yeah, it, it's quite, it, it's quite crazy. But again, you know, you, you look at all that's also happening with, within our generation and, you know, there's people, I don't know, people are compromised elsewhere. I, like, I don't want to say sound self-righteous and whatnot because everybody else was doing them. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just quite interesting to see, like, you know, I think what's... Sydney what's will call I, this, um, I'm Sydney will call this the, the, plan, of the plan of the designer. <laughs> no. So, 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 and, and, and a part of me is wondering... Do we have any agency in this? Like, is there anything we have all the agency? Or, or is just no, no, like... bro, bro, bro. We we have we have all the agency, right? And I think this is just a picture of what happens when you know we decide to always just do things our way and just be self-seeking, right? That's what me. I, that, that's what our body is up to. And this is not the first time. Like, we're yeah, we're living through these things, and it feels a lot more intense, but. I'm sure students of history and all of these things are partly surprised by what's going on. It's just a standard cycle of man coming into power and just wrecking shit, basically, right, in, in its different forms. I think, you know, for me, we might be doing too much, we might be giving them too much credence to call them, like, I don't know, like, well-thought-out tyrants. Maybe... Maybe they are, and maybe I'm just being naive about it. Because sometimes you see certain things, right? You know, news agencies, like, you know, the same guy, the guy went to Green Beret that talked about what he talked about. Uh, when different news stations were reporting it, the twists they were giving to it were like, he was threatening the police and things like that, right? And you just see how people are twisting stuff, and you're like, and then you look under the comments, and there's people running with that, like, you know, people buying into that. The BMCs, they call them. Um... <laughs> and I don't even know, like, bro, like, let's not, like, we look at the educated ones, the Tolu Gulesis or whatever his name is. Um, no, no, sorry, I called the wrong name. Jeez. Um, I don't even, but Tolu, whatever his name is, Sha. That guy's a fraud. <laughs> and then there's another guy that, guy, that, that apparently. That guy's a big fraud. That guy's a big, big fraud. You know what? Oh, that guy's a big fraud. And, I mean, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's making money, but I'm, I, I, I know he doesn't listen to this. Good for him, but. <laughs> It's a big ass fraud. Yeah. I said this because I started following this guy on Twitter a long time ago. Mm. Right? Way, way, bro, like since. I don't know how, mm. just randomly. Mm. And I could just, I could see an evolution of <laughs> co how, you, how you get corrupted. Fair enough, they're paying you. Fair, good for you, man. You probably, whatever you're doing, money, great, great. But you can just I just I saw what it what it meant for a a unbiased well not unbiased because no one is actually unbiased but mm. a 
let's just say unbiased for now, unbiased yeah. mind gets so corrupt that things that are black and white, <laughs> you find a way to make make a mess of it. Like this, I don't, I mean, I don't know what the point where this guy and became an APC um, sellout, but it just became. I, I I just thought like, wow, like this guy. Like this guy, yeah. And do you know what? <laughs> the, the the problem now is, I think there's this idea of I can get away with it in the sense that, bro, like, like I'm sure if we were talking to some of our great grandparents and told them that in 2015 or whatever, Buhari is going to be president, democratically elected in whichever which way of Nigeria, like some people would be like, nah, hell no. And I guess maybe maybe this is where hopefully. Our, I would say, no, not positives of cancel culture, but this idea where we always remember, where people draw out stuff you've you've done. But I, mean, I, don't, even, I don't even think that matters because people always explain it away. Because right now, we would, in the next two weeks, I guess, we would see the Tinubu campaign kickoff, right? And I'm I'm just wondering how that's going to go. But I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if, yeah, there's a, we, we, see, I think the the thing you said about tactics, right? When you've put people, when basic things are not in place, anybody who decides to offer you that chance to get out of whatever you think it is, it is you're in, like ideals at that point mean nothing to you. Like ideals are not going to put anything in your place. They're not going to put food on your table. So, you know, that that's what they'll keep, that they'll keep weaponizing poverty. That's what it is, right? It will always be weaponized in that way. Um, which is why the the quicker, which is why they're actually targeting. Because if you notice, this generation has built his wealth outside of the Nigerian system for the most part, right? Which is why I feel a lot of a lot of the attack against, particularly the tech ecosystem, a lot of these things is quite targeted, right? Because you know these are things that they cannot necessarily control. You didn't. Nobody spoke to someone somewhere to get you a contract here. Blah blah blah. Although that happens in its own way, a lot of this money is coming in from outside investment and stuff like that. People are diversifying their whatever, and so you know that's probably why we have more of a voice as well because we're not tied to any. We're not civil servants going to the office and having to deal with that, and then somebody cuts you off, right? We're not dealing. And some so in in any ways, we're not even we're not plugged into the government in any way. The people that are plugged in are the guys that are you know being their sellouts and things like that. So I just think. I don't know. Some days I, I seem a bit hopeful of, I guess, what, what could happen. But again, we can all sit down outside of Nigeria and wherever we are and say all these things. And, you know, the lived experiences are quite quite crazy. Like, I don't, I can't imagine. I'm trying to, yeah, let's not even go there. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we're, I don't know. Are we a failed so, state? I can't, I can't answer that question. <laughs> um. I think to be un- unfair of me to answer that question, maybe even numb hmm. of me to answer the question, so I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what a failed state actually qualifies as, um, hmm. te- technically speaking. So again, more props for me not to answer the question. Yeah, okay. but we're going to say something else. Pause on Nigeria for a bit. These tyranny tactics that we've seen um, across the years. <laughs> Uh, let's bring this down now to our online world. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So, 
first of all, right, for all these SJWs, right? Social justice warriors for those. No, no, let me say for all we SJWs, right? Because you guys today, I'm on, I'm your, I'm on your camp, right? We need you guys. To do we work. need you guys, right? We need people like you in the world. We need, we need, we need all sides. Right? I'm an all sides guy. I've always been an all sides guy. I told you this. I'm an all sides guy. Every, everyone counts. But here's the but. Extremism is is not what was not is not where I I bring it to the picture, right? And I will say our SJWEs with the extremists at the end, all right, are also modern day tyrants. Yeah, I said it because this is not a new phenomenon. We all say this in our circle. We all say this over lunch. We say this every every time, right? Cancel culture as it is, right? Or just the the entire sensationalism around um, hate this and hate that, you know. There are things that are true. But, but, but here's the question for you. Can, can the truth have an extreme? And can the extreme then be false? Or is it, or is it still true? What? So let's say I'm, I'm on the road and somebody hits me with a car, right? Just by the side, like this side bump up hits my leg, right? And I fall and I, and I, and I get hurt, right? So I get hurt for like leg ache for like two days. That happened. That's the truth. Mm. And what if what's reported is that somebody hits me? No, no. Somebody saw me, knew it was me, hit me, I backflip five times, right? Mm. Landed, hit my leg, and I felt that pain still. Now, is that still true? Even though I've given a more extreme version. It's not. It's false, right? <laughs> like... I'm, I'm going somewhere. Just, just stay with me. So the facts the facts have been altered, right? And so the truth is you feel pain, yes, but the facts leading up to that truth have been altered. So um some parts of what you've said are true, but some parts are false. I think that's the whole thing. I think yeah, maybe that's the way we look at truth sometimes. Like we look at things like just because one part is true doesn't mean all parts of it are true, maybe is what we'd say. Um, but I don't know, yeah, let me let you land with that. But that's kind of like how I'm, I'm thinking about it. One part of it is true and one part is false. Doesn't mean the whole statement is false. This is not computer logic. Mm. Okay, cool. So if that's, if that's, if that's been said, right, we agree, we agree that extreme truth can be false. Mm. Then don't you think that there's an element or an agenda to control truth? Now, which is a tactic used by tyrants. Now, I, I don't know, I don't know who's, who's doing this agenda, but I, I, I'm saying the SJWEs as an example because that tag gives me the liability to call nobody's name but call somebody's name at the same time. Bro, why are you doing your mouth? Can you stop that? What, what's, what's that? 
<laughs> I have zero idea what that was, but yeah, it just seemed interesting. I was moving air up and down, but continue, sorry. I asked you a question. Do you see this play now in the element of controlling information? Right? Let me give you an example. If you Google vaccine results, vaccine something, efficacy. I don't know, vaccine something, I don't, I don't know anything on Google. Mm-hmm. And you take a different search engine, right? For example, DuckDuckGo, and it's for the same thing. You see that Google creates results to fit a certain narrative. Mm. All right? Example one. Example two, if, for example, you tweet something, right, that doesn't fall within the realm of Twitter's arbitrary and vague rules, it gets taken down. Aren't these aren't we already seeing another element of tyranny in these SJWEs and online worlds? If you now add the fact that we have people who are then saying objective facts are subjective, trying to corrupt science. Bro, I I don't really know, right? I think I've built up this weird and this happens every time we talk about this thing, right? Like social justice and the online thing and this whole tyranny online stuff. Like for me, I just I don't know. It's hard for me to put everything into one bucket and and say this is this, this is that, or whatnot. Do I think it's a problem? Sure. Like I think it's a problem. Um, but sometimes I think we we give too much. I, I don't know. It just feels like not not some things that happen are not because people sat down yeah, and decided man. this is what we're going to do do you get that that's that's where i'm always coming from some things are just as a result of a group of people being self-seeking not like we all sat down decided all together that we need to mess shit up here so this is how we're going to do it you get yeah but what if that's already that's no because like because the way you're saying it the solution is easy then Right. If it's that every if if it's that everybody's collaborating, and there's one point of collaboration and one point of dissemination. No, no, no. What I'm saying is there's a culture going on. Like participating, you'd have to collaborate in it. Collaboration means that there's a planned decision to follow something where you all bring something together. No, if a culture exists, right? This goes back to our conversation about the monkeys and the bananas and 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 this water spread on them. The culture mm-hmm. exists. If you're fresh into that culture, you follow the culture. Okay. I'm saying that this culture already exists of controlling truth, corrupting objective facts, and maintaining censorship. If that exists on a social level, me as, a, me as somebody who is just entering, entering that social structure, I can easily, easily get into that culture and, and take, it up, take it up on my own. So that way, I've not collaborated with anybody. What I've done is I've participated in that culture and then now I'm not leaving that culture. So I didn't sit down to say, oh yes, I want to, I want to disgrace somebody who said something about climate change on my Instagram. No, I didn't sit down and think about that. But because I'm already part of the culture that says, or that preaches, or that 
acts or believes, whatever word you want to use, that when people hurt our feelings or don't think like us, they should be silent. Mm. So no, I'm not saying anybody sits down to, to plan these things. I'm saying there's a culture going on that you participate in and you begin to live. Yeah. Okay. Based on this definition now, <laughs> I can't but say it's the human condition because what you're saying now is not exactly special. Maybe the form which is occurring now because of the online nature of things, it feels like it's, it's special. It's not special. But That's my point. It's not special. I'm saying so what, it's tactics that have been used by tyrants and I've had detrimental consequences to, to human races in those environments. But the, and, and if that, you're that, seeing those tactics used now and again, so wait, should well, you, you can't, not be... No, no. So, so that this is where I, I have a, a slight issue with how you're presenting this because I said, you know, collaboration and whatnot, right? And you said, no, it's just a culture thing. But then you can't then go and then say that, like, um, the, the statement you just made now, I, I can't remember, but, you know, you can't say it's targeted when you're saying it's a cultural thing, right? So yeah, you can't say social justice words are using certain things to do certain things because we're already agreeing that it's just a culture that exists and then people are just propagating that culture, right? Or what are you, like, I don't know Wait, if I'm... sorry. I don't, I, yeah. don't get what, I don't get your Mister, I don't even get what I'm saying. No, no, but, but I'm saying, say the last thing you said about the um, social justice words and using, like, like I did not, they're using tyranny, the same tactics. You, you say, yeah, that's what you said. You said they're using the same tactics to do X, Y, Z, right? But prior to that, we're saying this culture that exists, it's not like people gather together to, you know, put together this culture and propagate it. But then you're going on to say people are using this tactics. So like, no, 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 no. So, uh, obviously, somebody, somebody, somebody would have begun, begun this thing so at some point, mm. right? So, obviously, somebody culture cannot exist out of nowhere. Somebody, somebody begins it. Yeah. But I'm saying this: the the spread and the adoption of that ideology or culture goes mm. goes beyond that that originator's control. Okay. So now let me flip it a bit. If the end result was positive, like the same tactics that Terrence are using to do bad shit. If someone came and used those same tactics to do things that you, the results are favorable in your own eyes, right? Is the problem the tactic or the problem what is being used for? Well, why would it be a problem if, if it objectively brings about good? Well, you're kind of like answering the question in a different kind of way. But I'm just saying, right, like is the problem, because we're talking about tyr tyrannical tactics and things like that. Are the problem, because some of the things that tyrants use to take over, like, I guess, we say misinformation because what we think there's another objective truth that there is. Disinformation, not misinformation. Disinformation, okay, disinformation, right. And so you're saying social justice warriors are using disinformation as well to do that, or is there no form of truth in what they are saying as well? I'm not, even, I'm, not, I'm not saying social justice warriors, right? So let me clarify that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not using those labels. I'm not using them. I, I coined a new label just now. I said SJWEs. Fair. Those are the extreme, right? Because okay. I don't want to think about them now for now. But this, but this could be... I think everybody knows what, everybody knows what I'm, I'm trying to refer to. If yeah. you don't, that's fair. But what I'm saying is that there has never been a time when 
anybody controls narrative and it hasn't led to suffering. There's never been a time, I mean, controlled information in large scale, right? Censorship, right? There's never been a time when objective facts were corrupted and there was progression in society, right? There's never been a time when there was, there was no trust among people and things went well, right? Now, what I'm saying to you now is that if these things are happening again, not again, because they're, they've always they're been happening, always, yeah. but to this extent, right? The reason why we can't talk about, we can't talk about certain things on this podcast is because we know, of course, consequences may happen. Not from our government, not from the police, not from our moms, <laughs> but from people that would even know. And if you think that's trivial, then I think maybe that's where we are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's more like... Because, I- because in a way, think about it, your actions are already being shaped for you by a discourse of what should be done. <laughs> your so, free actions. Mm-hmm. Look, see, the reason, like, the, the fear of what's being cancelled or whatnot, it's not, like, if the fear of being cancelled stops me from speaking my truth in certain circles, sure, there's a problem, maybe that, that's when it's a problem, but for me, the the choice to not say some things on certain platforms, yes, maybe an element of I don't want to deal with this, but also because I don't think that's even the platform where I would make any change. I'll just be making noise because I feel like I want to say something. You understand? There are certain topics that even though, like even what we're talking about now is I guess cancelable in some quarters, but we're still talking about it. Like we choose the time and moment and place to do certain things. But I think everybody tries to get high off of this, you know, moral high ground or whatnot, which is I don't know, like. I think the fact that everybody's thoughts are just a tweet away is what's causing a lot of these things as well, right? If we're all trapped in our own silos of communities and whatnot, you stand up in your street and say what you want to say and everybody will ignore you and move on. But now everybody has a platform and you're able to then seek out everybody that has those weird thoughts as you have, gather yourself together, form whatever culture you want to form and cancel anything that's cancelable, right? We're just human beings uh, exhibiting human culture. So I don't know. This is where we're a bit different. And when I see some of these things, like I see them as problems, but again, I don't see them as new problems. Um, They're extreme extreme forms of it that will keep occurring in different ways. But you can't call it human culture when, when, when it's not generalizable to all humans. But the people that are doing it are humans, right? And it's a part of the human condition. Just because some of us don't do it doesn't mean we don't have the tendency to. That's what I'm trying to say about the human condition. There's a tendency for all of us to do certain things or everything everybody else is doing. But some of us have been able to or have, have yielded to other tendencies than some others, right? And some of the tendencies others have yielded to are more dangerous than others. Do you get what I mean? That's what I mean by human condition. Not saying that, like, well. We all have these tendencies, but some of us push into them more than others, leading to this. Or some people subject or actually suppress the rational side of things that then processes things in a regular way and just choose to filter things through the cheapest way they can, right? Like everybody, someone's a savior thing. Everybody wants a savior. It's easier to let a savior 
I like give you your ideals as opposed to searching them yourself, right? And so you can plug into different things like that because it's easier, regardless of what solutions or what results it's given. I don't know if I'm making sense, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's okay? Do you know what? What's but so. With the problem you are, you are seeing, maybe the problem is the way you're describing the problem, I, like it's just not clear in that sense. But what what's your own ideal world like? If if you could paint a semblance of an ideal world at the moment, considering everything that we've said, because let's wrap on this note, like you know, what's your own ideal world in that sense? Maybe that will help me see the problems that currently exist through your own eyes. I can't I can't paint an I'm sorry for everyone listening, but I can't paint an ideal world. That's a very tough thing to ask me i don't have the tools to do that right i'm only a a, a guy in my 20s late 20s trying, trying to figure all this shit out i can't paint an okay. ideal world right i don't okay. even know what what's best if i if i see it in front of me it doesn't mean that i can't spot a problem okay right okay and and demonstrate it as, as a problem and i'm saying this because this is not an abstract problem this is a problem that we participate in, in one way or the other. But right, I'm gonna say we. I mean, people like you and me, my guy. Do you know? Do you know how easy it is for for everyone to just I don't know contribute to outrage, right? Without trying to dig through what's actually really going on. Do you know how easy it is for everyone to now to just say, yeah, the science, the science said it so, but 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 scientists were were in this in this part of the world, so it doesn't count, or, or, or that's not my reality, or this is not a construct. Do you know how easy it is for now for for everyone to be expendable, right? So easily, you you, you can be with us today and then tomorrow you are gone. There's a second chance, right? That's not a human way to live, in my opinion. So you're asking me what, what the ideal world is. I'm giving maybe what should not be happening in an ideal world. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> which is why, where these things have been done in a consistent basis has led to the most unideal world possible. But if, and and where, where these tyrants, tyrants ruled? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I see what you're saying, but like the but I'm saying is not that it doesn't exist, but the but I'm just saying is that it's not different. Like mob, like people following the mob, people choosing to believe in certain things without evidence and whatnot. It's always existed. Like maybe it's in a more intense form now, but I don't think it's ever going to go away. That's why I was asking what your ideal world is because I don't think it's ever going to go away. Akis until the end of the world, right? And what we're seeing now is, I guess it's been a lot more. I think I, I think I think the problem is the problem is that that I need to give examples for this to make sense, conceptual sense to you and to everybody listening. But I don't want to do that because giving examples means that I have to go into more rabbit holes. And I don't I don't I don't want that's an unfair thing for me to say, given that this is a podcast, or given that I should be, everybody wants me to probably say. What I'm trying to say, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, let me interrupt this up. But yeah, go on. Yeah. 
when things bother me, it's because I know that I can be affected easily, but also there is there's an obvious disjoint between between what we are doing and what we are hoping for. And I'm guessing you, you, you can't see it that way for some reason. You can't see my point I'm trying to say that I saw this I saw this documentary, right? Which is pretty much on reality of history. I'm seeing I'm seeing it repeat itself within our eyes, either in our local regions or in our online worlds. I think we all as human beings who listen to this, who are part of us here, reflect on how we contribute to these, these tactics and stop ourselves because these tactics never make the world a better place. And the world doesn't have to be the entire world. The world has to, has to, has to be your own world. It doesn't make your own world a better place. And that's my point. And I'm saying the scale at which is terrible is way worse than it actually may present itself to be now. But again, that requires me to give examples. Egg, XB, A, B, C, D, E. Maybe a different episode I will. Yeah. But I'll, I will end with this, right? I will end with this. This example, out of many, right? Out of many examples. I can start. I was thinking of many examples. I'll end with this. Dave Chappelle said something. Right, in his uh, recent Netflix special that I heard that just busted my head. He said, can we use the N-word on the podcast? No, we can't. Okay. So he used the N-word, but, to, to, but I'll replace that with men. He said, I know men in Brooklyn who feel safer wearing high heels. I make of that what you will, right? But yeah, I'm just gonna end there. Make make of that what you will. I don't think I can let you end there, bro, because that was very out of the blue and random. Which is why I said I can't give examples, because that's just one example out of maybe five. So is there ex- no wait. in my head? <laughs> so I think there's also yeah, we, we could, I don't even know what we're going to make with this end of the podcast, but. If what you're saying overall is what this whole, like how if you hold certain views, people are going to paint you as whatever you're not and everything is going to go to shit and stuff like that. And basically, if you don't agree to, to be fair, it almost feels, for me, the way I see it, I think I always try to abstract away from a lot of these things in a lot of ways because as much as we try to, I think this is my thing, right? And this is why we would always have this differing or slightly different views on this thing is the fact that I mean, I see all of these things happening and whichever form which, in which they present themselves, the core of it and the problem of it is still the same to me. You understand? And so maybe to some other person, this feels like a very intense problem that, oh my God, we haven't faced this issue before. For me, I'm just in a different manifestation of a problem that has always existed. That's just my thing. And so if we try and solve this issue because of the form... Which, issue, yeah. wait, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. If we try to solve this issue based on the form in which we're seeing it today, right? 
it's going to come in another form later on and then we'll have the same reaction of this is the whole thing but if we don't get to the core of it right we're only going to be dealing with manifestations that's my own thing right and so so what as so what is the core of it what's the core of it oh my man is evil man has a evil, like an evil soul that's just what it is and it's going to find different ways to express itself in ways that seem logical to some or illogical to many and the further we keep running away from that truth we'll just see different forms of it every time so if we decide to keep our if we, if we decide to tackle all our problems based on all the physical and rational sense that we have we're going to run this circle days and days and days and it will just end up in the same place that's my belief right and so that's why when it comes to these kinds of things as long as we keep it at an intellectual level and whatnot bruh we'll be back here again in in very very near time i mean you're not wrong in anything you said but yeah i it just we'll be back here again bro but we'll be back here again we'll be back here again like you know what you know what i'm saying right you know you know what i'm saying we'll be back here i don't know what you're saying oh are you sure that you see the guys pleading the fifth because no bro i'm just saying like no 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 bro see are you saying this thing is an intellectual problem like if you if you agree if you are saying it's an intellectual problem then we'll, we'll cover it another episode why it is or why it isn't but i don't think it's an intellectual problem and so having a conversation about it this way it's it's not like if we don't get at the core of what's what is wrong like why 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 are things seeming very odd right like we've gone from like there's certain views that if you hold now because the people that have the platforms believe those views are wrong or whatever like you're painted as something that you're not but like it's also the same thing as Christians and back back in the Bible, right? People that decided to hold the views of resurrection and whatnot, they were painted as something that they were not, called different kinds of things. <sighs> Is that not a human problem, right? That's what I'm trying to say, basically. Yeah, but in those times, there's people, there's people, there's people like, I won't say people like me because I'm not, I'm not important, but there's people mm. who, who definitely just said, this, this can't keep happening. But it did, right? So... Because I, I, I know, so, so, so what, what I'm trying to say is that this direction that you're trying to push into, like, it's like you're trying to say the reason why these things are still occurring is because there are not enough people like you saying stuff. And that's the argument I'm making that I don't think that's true. I just no, think it's that's just not a, what, I don't, I don't expect to solve any, everything from my, my point now. What I'm trying to tell you is my world that I'm living in, my own world, mm-hmm. my own mm-hmm. world, not some abstract world in the US, Iran or some place. My yeah. own world, my existence on earth, my social circle, my everything. Hmm. This is happening. For sure. And if that's happening, I'm saying I can touch some pers- one person next to me, next to me here, next to me here. Be, be aware of this shit. Mm-hmm. Know, know, know your role in this shit. And know what you can do to make the world a better place because these things don't contribute to a better world. But if, but, but if you're saying because it's happened before, I should rest my, rest my laurels and say it's in my condition. Um, no, no. What is, I must what say- is that? I'm not saying rest of, your laurels. I'm not saying okay. rest your laurels, but I'm saying you, you're saying okay, we should change stuff. But I'm saying that it's actually beyond our power to change. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, if only t- bro, if we tackle it as an intellectual problem, it is beyond our power. That's what that's the argument I'm making, bro. That's the argument I'm making because we'll do this intellectual battle days and days, and we'll get back to the same points. That is what I'm saying, right? Maybe we go into a different episode and talk about I'm like a how do you believer, solve those. I'm, I'm a firm, as I always say, I'm a firm believer in. You always ask me what is what mean of life. Firm believer in communities, right? This is one community. It takes one community to change other communities. And you might say yes, 
we, we can't solve it if it's an intellectual problem. I believe it's one, one at a time, right? So it's, it's the same idea of, of, of Tiwa's point about the local government thing, right? One at a time. It only takes one step to one step to one step to one step. I, and I don't expect my, my point now to, 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 to mean that um, um, NY Times on Instagram will change what they say or, or, or Lori Supergirl on, on Instagram will change what she says. That's, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I expect my friend who's listening to this right now to call me and say, Okay, well, let's talk about it. I expect somebody, your sister, I don't know, somebody. And that's where it starts. That is my own passion point. Not some abstract, vague, imagined, imagined community of the world. Man, um, all I'm thinking right now um, is, yeah. I'd say, let's pick another episode, right? And do your research, I'll do my research and see um what i'm trying to get at here is like i i, I again it does it, maybe it sounds like i'm saying there's no point in doing anything that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that like we need to understand the fact of what we're facing and the fact that certain things that we're going to do are only going to be band-aids on top of the thing not a permanent solution <clears throat> right that's kind of like where I'm coming from because the, the risk is if you give too much power, like, yes, I'm saying let's do community, let's do that and all those things. But well, it's not going to solve the problem. It would change some yeah. people's lived Fair experiences. Enough. Fair enough. Exactly. Which, you understand? Is why, which is why compared to, and, I, and I'm just going to end here finally. Yeah. But compared to all these guys who, who facilitate group think and believe in the groups, I always say, I believe in, I believe in individuals, right? One person can look within and see how they can become better. That for me is enough because that's how it spreads, number one. Number two, the reason why I'm raising claim to all of this is that I'm saying everybody mentioned in this tyrant, tyrant history, us and them, there's no difference. We have the tools to become them as easily as this. You say man is evil. I agree. We have the tools become them easily some of us are becoming them more and more in some ways if i can make a point to say guys let's think about this for a sec bring us a step away from that spectrum or journey to evil journey to tyranny let me do that because it's all in our blood our blood is soaked with pure and evil fair but if we are going towards evil Maybe evil is a strong word to use for such people, but sorry, I'm just using that word at the moment. If we're going towards that point, and it's part of us, well, let me say that, look, this is what's happened in the past. It reflects what, what, what we're doing right now, what I did yesterday, what, what I'm thinking about today, about this person who said something to me. Maybe I should think differently next time. And if I think differently, you think differently. That person think differently. Our social circle is, is itself in a way already purer. Of some sort. For, for me, that's comfort. And that's where yeah. I live. Yeah. That's where I live. Yeah, maybe I just don't see that as comforting enough. <laughs> that's what my issue is. Fair, but yeah, fair, we'll, 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 we'll tackle it. But obviously, 
all that not to say like i think for whatever reason this episode i've, I've come off as a cynic um but that, that that's not my intention i think nah i don't think so <laughs> i think yeah, yeah. I, I think i just i'm tired of intellectual battles um yeah because they only go so deep and my my problem is that the thing that i feel solves everything um is also suffering from what you're talking about right um and yeah let's end it here but let's skip to the ending part guys welcome to our world we will catch you again next time take care and peace goodbye everyone take it easy Hey there, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Yellow Pill Podcast. If you liked our show, please support us by giving us a five-star rating and review. And also be sure to share with your friends, siblings, colleagues, and anyone you think might enjoy the episode. Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. We release new episodes every Monday, but don't forget to follow us at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram stay in touch with us during the week that's at the yellow pill pod on instagram once again thank you for taking the yellow pill with us today i'm your co-host wally and right next to me is toby and we wish you the very best in the coming week till next time peace and love people peace and love